1: Hey, I'm Tara Saraban and you're listening to World's Dumbest Criminals. If you're keen to hear about the most ridiculous, bizarre and downright stupid criminals and crime stories in the world ever, you've come to the right place. In today's episode, you'll be hearing about a pair of YouTubers who uploaded a video of themselves apparently completing an overnight challenge in Target a woman with an impressively weird weapon collection that she claimed was for protection against yowies, and more. Alrighty, righty, let's get cracking. Suck, get okay, what's
0: Suck, bassy. up, us nature, you honey, Okay, you guys, sorry we're rushing through this intro, but it's 9.37 at Oh. Okay, you guys, sorry we're rushing through this intro, it's 9.37, it's 9.37 at night okay and target is about to close you guys we are about to spend the night in Target. We're going to spend overnight in Target. Target closes at 10, opens at 8, and we're going to spend the whole night in Target. You guys do not attempt what we attempt at home. We are entertainers, okay? You guys, we are risking trespassing. I don't know what else can happen after that. I don't know if it's just a fine if we can it. I don't really know. I don't really care. We're doing this for you, H Empire. We love you. And so we're going to go inside, and we're going to make a fort inside, and we're going to see you guys inside if Uh, this is successful. So we got to go because we're running late. Video. right we're like running video late like saucy that's and that's honey yes. do make sure you like comment and subscribe and we'll see you soon
1: those were the dulcet tones of two youtubers 25 year old johnson larose and 24 year old charlotte fisher who go by the names saucy and honey in february 2022 they filmed themselves supposedly completing a 24 hour overnight challenge in target I like how they say at the start of the video not to try this at home. Like, who has a Target store at home? The Exton Pennsylvania Target store they chose for the challenge wasn't in their home either. It closes overnight from 10pm to 8am, which those bright sparks in the audience will realise is 10 hours, not 24. But 24 sounds more important, and it's possible that their target audience are kids who can't maths. The couple filmed themselves on their phones, hiding out in a fort they made of boxes, gallivanting around the empty store aisles, dancing, pretending to be mannequins, and acting all worried that someone would catch them. They don't ever get over the fact that the lights are turned off after the store is closed, and they make a lot of wacky, can-you-believe-we're-doing-something-so-zany faces. The video they posted on YouTube to thrill their 17,700 followers is almost 26 minutes long, and they often show the time on their phones as the night progresses and talk about being tired and how they deserve 50,000 likes for this stunt.
0: It is 5.44. I don't know, you
1: guys. This is stressful. I think we deserve...
0: 50,000 likes for this video. Run this video up to 50,000 50, likes, you guys, and make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the Empire.
1: The big plot twist is that they did not, in fact, complete the 24 hour overnight challenge that was only 10 hours long. At around 3 a.m., they left through an emergency exit and accidentally set off an alarm. Police were then dispatched to the store to investigate. Responding officers searched the building but didn't find anyone trespassing as by then they were both long gone. Authorities said that Saucy and Honey returned to the store at around 8am after it opened the next morning and resumed filming to pretend that they'd stayed there all night. They were caught out when the store workers reviewed the surveillance video the next day, showing them wandering around the store filming each other on their phones and leaving through the emergency exit at 3am. This footage was later used to identify the couple. The police noted that the pair did not steal or damage anything while they were inside the closed store. West Whiteland Township Police Officer Detective Scott Pezik pointed out the dangers of doing a stunt like this. He said, When you go to a burglary call, you have a heightened sense of awareness. Suddenly you see somebody in there or or maybe they get spooked and run. Our officers are well-trained, but it's not a great situation for anybody. Which is a lot of words to say that they're lucky they didn't get shot. Now, Saucy and Honey's brand is that they're real. They don't fake anything. They're super legit, far too legit to quit. I know our
0: Welcome to Our Channel video definitely said, you feel me, we keeping everything real. You feel me, like, we're not fake, so no fakeness over here. I was Mm -hmm. not raised
1: raised raised like that. (laughs) I (laughs) I can't even be like that. This makes the conclusion to their 24 hour target challenge video all the more hilarious because they faked the shit out of it. They only spent five hours of their 10 hour, 24 hour overnight challenge in the target. And then they celebrated their victory. (laughs) Let's take a listen.
0: You guys, we did it! We successfully completed our overnight challenge in Tarjay. We did it! Hey, I can't believe we did it, man. You want to give your testimony, like? I thought we were about to get caught up. <laughs> it just—it's—it's it's mind-baffling to me that nobody came. What's next? <laughs> What's next, you guys? Comment down below where we should try next. If you enjoyed this video, run it up to 50,000 likes, you guys. I, just, like, yeah, I think we deserve,
1: yeah. we deserve, we deserve right.
0: 50,000 likes for that. I think we should try Walmart next or something, but comment down below. Let us know what you guys think.
1: To quote Honey, it's mind baffling to me that they pretended to do this. Authorities told the media that Saucy and Honey were arrested and charged with third-degree criminal trespassing. It was reported that they were released on $25,000 bail and had been banned from all Target stores across Pennsylvania. They were expected to front court again on March 24th and could have been facing seven years in jail. Honey told Fox News a particularly on-brand YOLO statement. I mean, no regrets, just living life and having fun. It's kind of sad that all this came out of it. We were expecting a fine, nothing crazy. And although the video has 322,000 views, most of which would be due to the controversy, it only got 6,600 likes. Hmm. The comment section of their YouTube video was where most of the entertainment came from. One commenter said, I honestly think it's great that criminals like these exist. They're filming themselves committing the crime, so the prosecutors taking up their case have the evidence they need to convict them. Another said, Little did they know the security cameras don't turn off when the store closes. And this person hilariously commented, Do not attempt this at home. Sadly puts Target back in my closet. Another wrote, it's the fact that y'all got arrested and lied about staying there overnight. At least get arrested and win the challenge. While yet another proclaimed, I'm so excited for the 61,360 hour prison challenge. Woohoo! I tried to find out what happened with the charges, but Google gave me nothing. I did eventually locate a video of Saucy and Honey where they addressed the issue and it was actually pretty entertaining mostly because they acted like they were offended that they received so much media attention for this stunt. Because, you know, if there's one thing YouTubers hate more than anything on earth, it's attention. It's like sunlight to a vampire. Gah, don't look at me! They even spend the first minute and a half of the video showing all the media headlines and clips of news stories about them that they claim not to be happy about. No fakeness indeed. So Saucy and Honey said that the media got it all wrong. They claim in the video that they were called by the police, went to court and were fingerprinted, but were never arrested or charged. However, the West Whiteland Police Department website says that Saucy was arrested on March 9, 2022 for criminal trespass at the Exton Target but there's no record of Honey being arrested. It's all very odd, but they do seem to have made the charges go away, assuming there were charges in the first place. My favourite thing that I stumbled across while researching this episode is a question on the website Cora. It says, I watched a 24-hour overnight challenge video on YouTube. Is it possible I could be arrested for doing so? (laughs) No, buddy. It's not. Scott, Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow,
0: you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
1: In October 2020, a 46-year-old woman named Helen fronted Gympie Magistrate's Court in Queensland. She pleaded guilty to eight charges, including possessing several illegal weapons and producing marijuana. Producing marijuana is an odd way of saying growing pot, and it could lead to some confusion. What do you do? I'm a producer. Film or television? Marijuana. Helen here had produced 33 marijuana seedlings when the authorities conducted a search on her house. They also found a bunch of weird weapons including two tasers, a butterfly knife, knuckle dusters, an illegal laser pointer and a credit card knife. I didn't know about this before, but a credit card knife has a small blade made from thin surgical steel that stays flat in its casing. They're the same size as a credit card and can fit in your wallet for secret stabby purposes. Helen's weapons were hidden in different places throughout her house, as though she might feel the need to be stabby or tasery at any moment. But Helen claimed that was not the purpose of the weapons. Oh no, she had a much more rational fear she was trying to protect herself from. A fear of yowies. A yowie is pretty much the Australian equivalent of Bigfoot. Like Bigfoot, it's purported by people who believe in such things to be a very tall, muscly, hairy thing whose existence is yet to be proven. But it's an Aussie, so it goes around drinking beer and calling people mate. Helen's lawyer managed to keep a straight face when he told the court that she gathered up all her weapons from their hidey holes and took them with her when she went camping because she had a fear of yowies. This prompted Magistrate Chris Callahan to ask, But they're mythical, aren't they? They don't exist. You're talking about a mythical character. Helen's lawyer responded by saying that she was a firm believer in yaoi's. He said, She instructs me she has seen them on two occasions, one many years ago and one recently in Tin Can Bay. But Magistrate Callahan was not buying the shit he was spinning. He said it was rubbish. And if Helen wanted to continue using the fear of Yowie's defence, she would need to provide evidence that Yowie's existed. Helen's lawyer said that she'd been battling with anxiety, depression and a meth addiction, but had stopped using meth months earlier and now just used weed to help her sleep. He also said that Helen didn't socialise to any degree and keeps to herself, much like a yowie. The magistrate accepted that Helen's marijuana production was for personal use and said it was to her credit that she was off the meth. But he noted that he hadn't been given any reliable explanations as to why Helen had a plethora of weird weapons, but he was glad that she kept them at home and none of them were found on her in public. He issued Helen with an $800 fine. The funniest part of this story is that although the magistrate was very vocal about not going along with the Yowie defence, he had obviously considered it because he said at one point, What would a credit card knife do against a Yowie? So... (laughs) So in his head, he's picturing this big hairy yowie and someone trying to fight it off with a little credit card knife. And he's just thinking about how inefficient such a weapon would be in this situation. (laughs) To finish up, I have a few punchline crimes for you. These are short cases that sound more like jokes than something that actually happened. In March 2016, a North Carolina man was arrested for one of the most ridiculous reasons ever. Single dad James Myers Jr. said that he was driving his 10-year-old daughter to school at around 7.30am on a Tuesday when the police pulled him over to tell him that he had a broken brake light. When they ran his details through the system, they came back and told him that there was a warrant out for his arrest. James was extremely shocked as he was quite the law-abiding citizen. He thought perhaps there'd been some mistake and asked what the arrest warrant was due to. It was then that the cops told him it was because he'd failed to return a rented VHS copy of Freddy Got Fingered way back in February 2002. <laughs> At first, Chris thought that they were joking. He didn't have the video and he had no idea what happened to it. In fact, the store that he rented it from, J&J's video, had closed down 10 years earlier, so it's not like he could have returned it even if he did still have it. Chris recounted how the cops were chit-chatting with him and laughing about how ridiculous it all was. Then they arrested him. But they were pretty cool about it. Chris said, because I had my daughter in the car and we were on the way to school, they said that I could take my daughter to school and go to work and then find a babysitter and then come into the police and turn myself in. He did so and was charged with failure to return hired property and scheduled to appear in court the next month. Chris had never been arrested before and was surprised to be put in handcuffs for this offence. He said, they took my belt. I was trying to hold my pants up while trying to sign papers was very embarrassing. The incident also scared his 10-year-old daughter who was worried that he'd have to go to jail. But there was an upside. Tom Green, the writer, director and star of the critically acclaimed Freddie Got Fingered, heard about Chris's arrest on Twitter and contacted him. Chris said, he was so cool. He was a class act. It made me feel a lot better because of all the stress that's going on. <laughs> Tom Green sang to him, told him not to worry, and offered to help in any way he could. He said if Chris received a fine, he would happily pay it for him. But fortunately, the charge ended up being dismissed. Since 2008, Indonesia has had some very strict anti-pornography laws. Which makes the fact that this guy leaked revenge porn of himself and his ex-girlfriend even more monumentally stupid than the vindictive losers who do it elsewhere. Indonesian media doesn't publish the full names of people in situations like this, so we just know them by their initials. When a 25-year-old bore excuse for a man named as ABU or Abu in the press was broken up with by his girlfriend of five years, he had himself an epic pity party. Then the butthurt butthead threatened to share explicit videos of her online. Ooh, I'm sure that made her regret dumping a man of this caliber. He was clearly a keeper. She said she didn't want to make the explicit videos in the first place and refused to, but he pressured her into it, which is such a dick move. No wonder she broke up with him. The sex tape he released of them caused a lot of controversy, in part because she was wearing a Tridatu bracelet, which is a sacred symbol of Hinduism in Bali. During their investigation, the cops first identified the woman in the video and brought her in for questioning. She said that although her toxic wasteland of an ex had threatened to post the video, she didn't know that he'd actually done it. So she filed a police report. When the cops arrested Abu, he confessed to spreading the video without his ex's consent, but you know, it was her own fault for breaking up with him. Under Indonesian law, Abu may face a maximum of 12 years behind bars and be fined US $68,000 if he's found guilty of making and distributing the pornography that he made and distributed. I've said it before, if everyone who put revenge porn out there was somehow banned from having sex ever again, the issue would be gone. But hey, 12 years in the pokey and a $68,000 fine also sounds like a pretty good deterrent. In In January this year, a passenger in a car stopped by the police in Watchet, England acted like a complete moron. And that's according to his defence team, so you know it was pretty bad. While officers were trying to speak to the driver, the passenger, named Jamie, went out of his way to stop them doing so. He blocked the cop's path to the driver and answered their questions for him. He was abusive to the police, calling them nonces, pedophiles and virgins, and threatened to take a dump on the bonnet of their car. He also jumped in the front seat of a police car and honked the horn before getting out, dropping his pants, and wriggling his penis around at them. He was arrested for indecent exposure and carrying a kitchen knife in his backpack that he said he'd forgotten was there. In court, the prosecutor stated, The defendant undid his trousers, dropped his trousers and underpants, and began fondling himself in the direction of the officers. But of course, the defence saw things differently. They said, He wasn't fondling. He took hold of his penis and just sort of waved it at them. Okay, sure. Not fondling. Just waving at them with his dick. (laughs) It's an important distinction to make. Jamie was fined £800 and given a 12-month community order. This brings me to the end of the episode. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe if you want to stay up to date with all future episodes. And if you dug what you heard, please leave a review. If you'd like to support this independent podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash world's dumbest criminals. All levels get access to monthly bonus episodes and ad-free episodes, and higher levels also receive a target of their very own to keep at home and not attempt overnight challenges in. Thanks so much to Kit Sune for signing up as a patron. I really appreciate your support. If you're up for more Dumb Criminals action in your life, you could follow me on Instagram at World's Dumbest Criminals Podcast and Twitter at WD Criminals Pod. Or you could join our World's Dumbest Criminals podcast Facebook group. And thank you to the marvellous Lorraine Ledwell for running the group with me. Till next time, look after yourself, stay out of trouble, and whatever you do, don't commit a crime that makes you end up on this podcast.